This is Snakes and Otters, a pointless discussion of eternal questions. Get ready. We're about to live in your head rent-free. Welcome to episode 211 of Snakes and Otters. I am Martin. And I'm Robert. I'm Marcus. And I'm Cajun. So we're still working on getting our quantum gap uh, stabilized behind the two-inch Lexan. So we've not been able to rescue Francis yet. No, but we'll get him back from those serpents and beavers guys. Yeah, the hell with them, them guys. We're gonna we're gonna go get Francis and get him rescued here. Sure, as hell ain't paying no ransom. <laughs> <laughs> I'd well, rather spend the money on ammunition than ransom. I'm gonna say, say I'll pay in lead. Yeah, the yeah the, the ransom is is in lead. Uh, yeah. yeah, we deal in lead, friend. That's well, right. Uh, you have to remember, lead's out of style now. Everything's composites. You have to be lead friendly. You know. Uh, they're they're very lead friendly. <laughs> I'll share all the lead I got. Yeah. That's right. One at a time. Downrange. One at a time. <laughs> yeah. Happy to share it downrange. Yeah. yeah. All right. So what do we got here, uh, Captain? That's right. This is the Imperator's first captaincy. This is. I know. And, that, and there was much rejoicing. Yeah. On mutiny one. planning. I'm not sure which. <laughs> for this one, I have chosen a quote from George Washington. We like this. I love this. I I, got to just point this out, thereby breaking what I'm about to say. This is like the first code of honor that we've not spent like 10 minutes doing the setup for Francis to go first. (laughs) (laughs) His lengthy preamble. Yes. I I love Francis. I do. I know. Meandering. Uh, Yeah, I'm I'm not big. He is a hero. I mean, he is, is, like I said, he should have been a street preacher, but he is a hero. Yes. So, we ready? Yes, yes. Okay. Sorry, sorry. Please go ahead. Uh, the quote I've chosen is, if the freedom of speech is taken away, then dumb and silent we may be led like sheep to the slaughter. And I really like that one. Uh, and who's it by? Uh, George Washington. George Washington. Yes, yes, uh, yes. Uh, I, really, I really like that. I'm huge on freedom of speech. Uh, You're an absolutist. I am. A freedom of speech absolutist. Uh, and and one of the things we have happening nowadays a lot is uh, censorship by the masses. Uh, or, Which is a very ironic term. Isn't it, though? Yeah. Uh, or we, we end up with uh, government-sponsored spe- censorship through social media pr- platforms or community standards. Well, yeah, there's always been community standards. Yes, they have. Uh, that's that's not a new thing. No, we just choose to ignore them. So uh, before we go any farther, it's something that uh, I, I got to jump on because, as I said in the in the, not, we didn't really show prep this, but in the in the yeah. pre-show talk, uh, you know, this is like a five-minute episode. And it's like, yeah, it's a good quote. We all agree. Uh-huh. What's next? Yeah, what's next? <laughs> exactly. Um, but just to throw a, uh, a, a different, not necessarily a different point of view, but just to uh, make sure we explore all the nuances here. Mm. Yes. Uh, you know, Martin said you're an absolutist and you agreed. Oh, yeah. So uh, how absolute? Because, you know, there's certain things that, that yeah. most of us would agree uh, in a semi-polite society, because I don't think there's ever really been a polite society. There's more oh, polite, no. the more snobby it tends to be. Yeah. Uh, you know, there's the old adage about yelling fire in a, in a mm-hmm. crowded theater. Uh, there's slander and libel. 
mm-hmm. issues. So an absolutist would say, to hell with all of it. So are you an absolutist? Yes. Really? Mm-hmm. So even hate speech. Hate speech is falls under freedom yes. of speech. I, I, I'm not real big on on uh, the definition. I believe there was an actress speech. just this past week out in Hollywood that said, uh, "What? Did, let me let's see if I." It was something along the lines of "Now the Jews don't know how the Muslims feel." Or something. Susan Sarandon. Oh, yeah. Yes, yes. And uh, she's got her butt in hot water for oh, yeah. thoughtlessness of. Yes, mm-hmm. but it was her freedom of speech it to say what she thought. Freedom. I guess. Yeah. But yeah, I, I, one of the things with freedom of speech is you have to accept the consequences of your speech. That is a very important yeah. point. Uh, and, and, ah, and but I, then you're not an absolutist. No, then. I am. Because if there are consequences, it, there are consequences. Uh, to now we're finding the differences because there, between there can't politeness be. and freedom of speech. Yeah, because and, the consequences can't come from the governmental authority. Yes. Like okay. I, I always say, mm-hmm. you're guaranteed a voice, not an audience. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. I'm an absolutist on that. So <clears throat> if you say something <laughs> ridiculous and your employer doesn't care for it because of the light it shines on them, mm-hmm. it's part of their freedom of speech to kick you to the curb, essentially, or their freedom of association. Mm-hmm. Um, so you have to be prepared for that, that yes, yeah. there are consequences mm-hmm. for what you say. They just can't be the guys with, you know, mirrored sunglasses and nice suits knocking on your front door showing badges. So which happens a lot. What you're looking for is you want to be the one to deal the consequences, not the guy in the mirrored sunglasses and, and cheap suits. Yes, to a degree. Certainly social opprobrium is also a, a consequence. Becoming a social outcast for your views. Yeah, you still exercised your freedom of speech, but you have to be Prepared to be excommunicado. Yeah, see, but see, if you widen that, you have to put it, all your actions, not just speech. Yeah, I mean, you exactly. can't just go over and run o- run over the kids around the playground with your car and not expect there to be consequences. Well, see, and this is this is why I asked about the absolute because my definition of absolutist would be different. Would be no consequences. That's an absolute right. But you you have the right to speak. There's a difference between right and ability. Okay. You're, this is true. And, you know, in, in some... And all rights come with inherent responsibilities, in my opinion. Yeah. But, I mean, in, in some cases, you're going to say something that, you know, screws you over. Take, for example, a perfect example, a number uh, not too many years back, Dixie Chicks. Oh, and, yes, the Paris fiasco. Uh-huh. And they went off, I believe it was about George Bush and, mm-hmm. and, and yep. U.S. Yeah, government so. and what have you. They didn't think about what their audience was as yeah. country music, you know, musicians. Yeah, they lived in a bubble a they, little they too much. They apparently did uh, and didn't think that quite through. Uh, and It's the Bud Light thing all over. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Or before. <laughs> well, an- another one, Ted Nugent. His outspoken gun rights mm-hmm. and everything else. There are a number of people that have, you know, completely disassociated themselves from him. And he doesn't uh, let him bother himself it, it a bit. Doesn't, yeah. Doesn't care. <laughs> yeah, Ted's uh, too busy this time of the year being in uh, the upper half of uh, up a peninsula, up, up, in the, up in the mitten, or, or in the UP now, shooting now, deer the, and anything else he can. Now the last one I can think of that, split tails. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> caused a big stir, but. He didn't care, and his employer didn't care. Was Joe Rogan? 
There was a. Well, that's because Joe Rogan makes his employer a crap ton of money. He does. That's kind of the point of that's what he's point. doing. Yeah. 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 Uh, so if you have enough power, you can say anything you want without consequences. That's always been true. That's always, yeah. That's always been and I think true. that's where his quote's getting back to is the government. Who's enforcing the consequences that you brought up exactly. a minute ago? And right. I mean, to, to you know, give a, a little support here for, for his position, you know, it, there are now these in Britain and Canada. Yes. Of... You, I mean, you really have to watch what you say. Mm-hmm. You do. You, you can actually be punished by the government for saying something racist. Are you a good person if you say something racist? No, you're a dickhead. Well, but you shouldn't have define racist nowadays. Exactly. Yeah, and, and, and right, and that's and, that in you know, those countries are defined pronouns. by the government. Yeah, you get you know you're having but, governmental consequences, mm-hmm. restrictions on your personal liberty oh, for yeah. using the wrong pronouns. Like, come on, guys! You don't have a right not to be insulted. Yeah, uh, Jordan Peterson is a great example. Of somebody who's going through this in Canada. Uh, he's been threatened with having his license to practice removed unless he goes through sensitivity training mm-hmm. because of something very similar. Yeah, and not because of what he did with a patient. All right. Yeah. This is not even yeah. even though the professional agencies that license psychologists mm-hmm. and psychiatrists in Canada. Uh, nobody, none of his patients reported him, nothing like that. It's what he said as a public figure mm-hmm. and they threatened to remove his license. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's very, it's very, it's beyond big brother. Well, now, now Canada has some, some fun ones, uh, in Canada, even if the actress who's acting is above the age of 18, if she's portraying a character in sexual situations or, or what have you, who is perceived to be under the age of 18, possibly, cheerleaders, schoolgirls, what have you. Lolita. Uh, Lolita stuff. That is prosecuted as child porn, period. Uh, That's a fine line. It is. um, Because, you know, I mean, let's face it. Most teenage cheerleaders you see in movies look nothing like the teenage cheerleaders I I went to school with. They are obviously not. Yes. (laughs) Well. Teenagers are yeah, below 18. Sex uh, since the dawn of time. I mean, it well, doesn't make it child pornography. Well, yeah. you know, uh, the show Riverdale, based mm-hmm. on the Archie comics, very dark look at it. Started out as a good show. Yeah. Um, but very quickly jumped the shark after about the third season. Uh, one of the very first episodes, you have what could legitimately be called a depiction of mm-hmm. child sex because Archie Andrews is having sex with his teacher in a car somewhere yeah now you know she's young it's odd it's funny because she was uh oh the old uh uh, hag teacher uh in in the comic strip Mm -hmm. uh shoot i can't remember her name but she's portrayed by a young very attractive woman in in the tv show of course and of course well teachers teachers don't look like teachers when we were having them no 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 not at all uh so you know, that's one that was, I was really surprised mm-hmm. that made it on screen because that's very specifically mm-hmm. showing someone who's supposed to be a minor, 16 at the time. And actually he might've been 15 because I want to say he was 16, he was a junior mm-hmm. going into being a junior. So between junior, senior, uh, between sophomore, junior, since 15, 16 kind mm-hmm. of time frame, having sex with an adult. Mm-hmm. And that's course, a, that's a little. Filmed in Canada so, too. So yeah. Vancouver actually, area and so yeah, forth. Yeah. So that was kind of interesting to see that on television. 
Well, I mean, just, so there are fine lines. Oh, Whether they're are. right or wrong but is a different thing. Just crossing the border with, from the U.S. to Canada with some books will get you arrested for for bringing child porn into the country. Uh, uh, speaking of crossing the border, true story. This was me back years ago around 1998-99. Can to you really to... share this on the, on the show? Yes. Uh, okay. okay just yes. Sure. Is this when you uh, switch, switch teams? No, the <laughs> no. surgery hadn't taken place yet. Oh, okay. Uh, anyway, uh, I was crossing the Canadian border, me and uh, th- three other people, another guy and two girls, and... Uh, Technically, you're not supposed to cross the border and do any work up that way. Mm-hmm. Right. But um, circumstances unusual had to do with amusement parks and so forth. And Paramount's park up there was running short of help because school had not let out yet. And their main workforce was not available. And um, when I was going across the border, the security guard, when he saw me from Kentucky, was convinced I had to have weapons with me. Wow. Convinced just because I'm from Kentucky. You know, if you turn it in now, you can get it on your way back. Won't be nothing wrong. Won't nothing bad will happen. Just turn it in now. I don't have any guns on with me. No, I'm serious. We won't do anything wrong. Anything. We'll just hold it in. You can, like, uh-huh. I mean, this went on for 30 minutes, and they even looked through the car. But wow. he was convinced, being from Kentucky, I had to be crossing the border with some type of weapons. Did he check to see if you were barefoot and pregnant, too? I'm wondering if he was eyeballing me in that form of fashion. Uh-huh. But, yeah, but that, that's a true story there. So, you know, right. opinions and observations and oh yeah, can play a very big part of things. Yeah, yeah reputations. Can, it's not exactly a racist situation, but it's very much a... Almost, know, in a sense, it yeah, is. Yeah, it's very much playing very, to a stereotype, a negative stereotype. Hillbilly yeah. from Kentucky. Uh-huh. Yeah. I had to have my musket along, you know, might go kill a <laughs> rabbit or something. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's... It's profiling, man. No, yeah, that's what it is. Yes. It's profiling. It's, profiling. it's hillbilly profiling. Now, profile there, there, there was a guy who... Um, they wouldn't do that to a Muslim a that was crossing individual. The no, they probably would not. Because what he would do is, in his... He would... In his diary, uh, he would write... Child molestation porn. Okay. But it wasn't meant for distribution or anything. It was just things he had in his head that he put on paper. He wasn't molesting children. Yet. Mm, That might have been his coping mechanism. That may have been his coping mechanism. Maybe. 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 Uh, And when he went across the border, they went through his diary, found that, immediately arrested him. And I think the trial went on for about. Four years, and he ended up being convicted and labeled as a uh, a sex offender over over something that he had just written down in his own diary. Fiction. Yeah, that's a real. Fiction. Yeah, I know that, that's a real dicey. But, but still, I mean, at that point, it was only fiction. Yeah, exactly. Unless they could prove it actually happened at some I, point. I, I get that. I, I'm just saying that you know the way almost everybody handles. Oh, yeah, no. That no, sort they, of thing. They, that's, yeah. That's uh, the old joke about writers and watch lists here in this country, you know. The FBI right. says, hey, boss, come over and look at this. I think they're going to bomb something. Don't mm-hmm. give it a minute. Give it a minute. Oh, he also looked up uh, arsenic, lace, murder, mm-hmm. cops. It's yep. just a writer. Yeah. Forget about it. <laughs> yep, yep. But, I mean, well, I mean, look, look at what happens in this country. They, they prosecute for what people think they're doing. Uh, the ones where they have these stings for the, the yes. child molesters, 
The person on the phone that they're talking to is not a child, and they prosecute them for enticement, enticement for attempted, you know, with a minor. And it's like, that didn't happen. Right. So are we really uh, innocent until proven well, guilty in this country? Well, yeah, but see, that, the enticement, though, me. the enticement, I, I understand the thinking. I, I'm not saying I agree with it because oh, I, yeah. I, I agree it's a very... Oh no! They're it's just, a very uncomfortable they're, they're precedent. Disgust, they're disgusting individuals who right, need right. to be put away. Right. Uh, I'm just talking about the precedent, though. Yes. It, it, it's a it's a very uncomfortable precedent yeah. to set because, uh, on the one hand, th- what they're getting them for is the attempt. Yes. It's like if you attempt to kill somebody but you fail, mm-hmm. that's still illegal. Yes, but that's a direct attempt. Only if you get caught. Obviously. Yeah. Obviously. Well, yeah, it's only unlawful till you're caught. <laughs> yeah, pretty much, yes. Um, but so I, I can see the way the laws are written, how they would get I, them, and, and that's too. a. But yes, now recently I just saw this. Apparently, two stings went on. One set of cops stung another, another set. set of cops. Uh, oh yeah, uh, you know, yes. and trapped yeah. another uh-huh. set that was trying to 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 trap the uh, the prostitutes. Mm-hmm. So you know, uh, cops. One set posing as Johns, one set posing as prostitutes. Who's going to jail? Yeah, who's going to jail? Yeah, nobody. Uh, That's a prime example. The right hand doesn't know what the left hand is doing in this government. Yeah. You know, and that's one of the things that, that, uh, on the one hand, I understand, yes, you know, there are certain things that, that, you know, if you're going to say that, yes, this is illegal, Mm -hmm. okay, fine. On the other hand, I have a real problem with, from a, a legal perspective, mm-hmm. and the 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 fact that the government does it as a regularity, mm-hmm. uh, setting up traps like that. Yeah, um, you know, speed traps are an entirely different thing. Yeah, you got to actually be in the act of speeding. Yeah, you're for, actually violating the law. Yeah, but if you're posing as something else, and and you're you know mm-hmm. you're not actually offering the sex. You know, are they really? But again, they get you for solicitation. Well, you know, it's intent. Not, it's intent. But hold up, yes, it's not solicitation or prostitution. If you videotape it, <laughs> then it's just porn. It's a very good point. Yeah, because you know, technically, and that's everybody very, in porn is a prostitute. That's a very fine line. Mm-hmm. Um, well, you know, all porn is, or all prostitution is intended for entertainment. Oh, that it is. In theory. Some's more entertaining than others. You don't always get your money's worth. Well, uh, I suppose that is true, but, you know, not every movie you watch is entertaining either, so... I would wait to see if he actually knew that was true or not. (laughs) See, that's entrapment. (laughs) I was laying the trap. Well, I said I suppose, not... I know. You came through on that. We're clear. I mean, the thing now (laughs) is, you know, you've got... It's true in marriage, too. Uh, Now, granted... The rest of the world doesn't have the right to freedom of speech like we do. Uh, That's true. We are probably still the the freest as far as yes. that goes. I mean, take Bridget Bardot. Yeah. She got fined to crap for saying stuff. Um, and it's of a number of people. Uh, there was a guy arrested in Germany because when a parade went by, he did a Nazi salute. Uh yeah, and they, yeah, well, yeah, in Germany, that's Germany, they, they made all of that they, yeah illegal. They yeah. busted his butt quick. Yeah, that's a again, that's another fine line. I know. Um, from a, and I'm talking about from a philosophical perspective. 
Yes. Yeah, it's nothing, you know, I'm not endorsing any kind of mm. child pornography or Nazism or any of that kind of stuff. Exactly. But from a philosophical standpoint and the, the pre- because that's where I always go with this stuff. If you do this, what does that then allow down the road? Mm-hmm. And part of the problem, especially with Americans, because, you know, we do tend to, to think in absolute terms about certain things. Oh, yeah. Whether it be gun rights or speech rights. Mm-hmm. Um, oddly, the freedom of the press rights, nobody seems to care for anymore. <laughs> no, I, it just depends on which one you want to, to, to throw. I, I, well, I fully uh, respect freedom of the press, provided they tell the truth. Or their actual press. Well. Their actual or press as opposed to opinion They pieces. keep their opinions out and just tell yeah. us. Well, that's so much clickbait. But, but you know what? Well, a lot that, of presses want to be just clickbait anymore. Yeah. Yeah. True. But again, though. Freedom of press is very specifically tied to freedom of speech. Yes, it, is. it is. So, you know, yellow journalism uh, is... Just because we don't like it doesn't mean it can't exist. Right. Now, again, you know, to that level of truth mm-hmm. aspect, you go back to slander and libel. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, that that's a different thing. But the, the whole... The, the but, uh, setting these precedents for the later abuse... Is really the problem, and so you're of, you're a slippery slope argument guy. I, I am, and one of the reasons that that I am is just because you know throughout history, you know there's there's a reason there's a saying you know give them an inch they'll take a mile. Mm-hmm. Give government an inch, government always yeah. takes ten miles. Right. Well, I mean, per- uh, perfect example. Just recently, and and still. They were paying the 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 president, uh, the the executive branch, was paying social media to basically quiet people down. Yeah, you know, either ban them outright or make it so that they're less viewed. Yeah, the uh, you know the the Twitter files mm-hmm. uh, are are just a treasure trove of examples exactly. of the government specifically calling out individuals. Mm-hmm. And ideas for suppression. Wow, I'm having flashbacks of McCarthyisms and the communist list from back in the 50s when you start going down this lane. It is. And it's frightening. Um, But can most people actually self-govern themselves? No. No. Most people have no self-control. No. (sighs) So there you got to figure out, you know, how much power does the government or leaders to be need to have to keep anarchy mm-hmm. from happening in the populace. Well, it depends on who you ask. Uh, for instance, if you ask Martin, it's probably a and, lot less than most people. And Marcus <laughs> and Cajun. Um, but, you know, part of the problem, though, with the, the arguments around uh, the free speech is, you know, it's all centered in the, the First Amendment. Mm-hmm. And I'm also very much an original intent kind of guy. Very nice, yes. And when you, well, you were talking about George Washington, so you got to go there. Yeah. Uh, it's political speech. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That specifically spe- that we have specifically, pretty much traditionally, traditionally agreed upon, is what that means. Mm-hmm. And the definition of what political speech is has gone down a slippery slope. That's went down oh, the yeah. damn toilet. So, well, but Orwell, because everything is a is a political. Yeah, I mean, now. Orwell would tell us that all issues are political issues, right? Well, mm-hmm. just uh, because you know, again, that's what he experienced. 
Yeah. Is that every single aspect of your life is political. It's, it's what Americans well, bristle against. We don't want our whole lives politicized. And that's why we don't want to worry about pronouns when we're watching football. We just want to watch football, guys. Right. Mm-hmm. Not Taylor Swift. Football. Football. <laughs> well, I mean, the, the, the founders, when they, when they were coming up with all this, all of those gentlemen, if they were writing, caught feedback from, you know, from the government, from the British, what have you. They wanted to censor that. They wanted to, to cut down on the idea of any kind of revolution, which is what happened. But, I mean, all those guys... You know, were this this was a big thing in their, you know, in their writings or even in their speaking because, you know, they were you know they were being shot back then for it, or hung, you know, <laughs> made an example of. Yeah. Well, that's well, happening nowadays, and yeah. in different forms and fashions. Yeah, uh, yeah, and certainly, it, it it's as much as. Uh, some of us would like to, to go with the absolutist route mm-hmm. there. Nothing is black and white no. is the problem. And philosophically, yes, we can talk about, yes, of course you can, you should be able to say what you want. Mm-hmm. Uh, but again, nobody really believes that because until you do it on video and the whole internet gets you fired <laughs> from your job, run out of your home and you know, the whole nine yards. But the guy who said it still wants to be able to do that. That's exactly. kind of the whole point. But, um, the, the whole idea that that um, anybody can say anything at any time. Now, whether or not anybody listens, as, as Martin rightly points yeah. out, you have no right to be heard because uh, exactly. that's that's imposing somebody else's mm-hmm. uh, time yeah. and, and uh, efforts on your right, and that, that, that just doesn't work that <laughs> way. Now, those kind of rights don't work that way. Um, and it just... There's so much gray in how all of this stuff mm-hmm. can and should be applied. Okay. Yeah. So, but there is another piece of this quote that I want to make sure we touch. That, that uh, you know, where we are now, is a, that's a good starting spot. Mm-hmm. But I want to now move more towards the phrase, dumb and silent. Ah, yeah. good, good. I was hoping you were going to go there. So, you know, because what Washington's talking about is... How, you know, how how do you end up dumb? Mm-hmm. Because you're not exchanging ideas. Mm-hmm. So, you know, for them, the crux of this was to be able to kick these things back and forth, mm-hmm. essentially in newspapers and pamphlets. That's what they yeah, understood. That's what they were doing. You know, today, our, you know, our understanding of social media, their understanding was right. pamphlets and, and newspapers. Oh, yeah. 20 years ago, it was talk radio. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So... That's that's the key piece to remember is it's a it's not about well who said what about some strange person it's about the exchange of ideas mm-hmm. it's about being able to hey you know what what we're doing right now is not working how about if we tried something different here's my idea and I I think. We go so far off the rails now because we're not willing to entertain an mm-hmm. idea long enough to really understand it. That's a great oh, yeah. point. It's, um, it's you know if you can't tell me in five words, then I'm I'm more I'm going to move back over to Taylor Swift and, and well, start learning about you know because you it's just so hard to get 
across anything anymore to anybody. That's the irony uh, of trying to uh, trying to like look. I, yeah, this is complex. We've got to mm-hmm. talk this out. But just like you were saying, you're not entitled to be heard. But that's that's this is where the to me this is where the irony comes in. Yeah, mm-hmm. because of technology and mm-hmm. everything else that goes into giving somebody or somebody creating mm-hmm. some kind of platform or method of, of saying something, whether it be a blog, TV, radio, podcast, whatever. Mm-hmm. There are so many voices. No one can be heard anymore because it, it's all a roaring noise. And, and- Drown out in the cacophony of yes. attention seeking and clickbait. Yeah. So therefore, it nobody kind of... has has the ability to hear or discern the ideas because they're constantly being bombarded by things all day long, and because of that, they want explain yeah. it to me in five words because that's all the time that I'm willing to give you because I'm trying to filter all this other crap. You tie that. Hang on a second. I'm fine. Um, you tie that then with the. Because I think they're directly related yeah. uh, in some way, um, with the the uh, purity of ideology that is now required. It's mm-hmm. it's part of that. Whether it's the uh, uniformity of thought, and that's what he's you know the, yeah. the sheep to the slaughter is because we're all of uniform thought, yeah. and there are no more ideas. Mm-hmm. So, does cacophony count for a button? And you know what I think. L- l- let's go ahead and give you that word boner. Well, the fun part about the what you're seeing in your social media feeds is those algorithms are just reinforcing, for the most part, the things that you already think (laughs) or agree with, and it it end up in an echo chamber. Well, it's it's partially that, but it's also trying to reinforce and give you the pablum they want you to think this is true the approved uh, narrative i it's the approved narrative I, yes. what the government did during COVID, right with the twitter files and all that right uh, i mean you know if you look at anybody's you know we're of an age where we're more likely to be on facebook than instagram or tiktok uh-huh. and if you look at anybody's social media feed though probably 95 percent of it is an ad of some kind or other now they're all disguised as, oh, this might be of interest to you, mm-hmm. you know, uh, it, but it's not. It's stuff that you've either talked about in front of your phone or your Alexa or your mm-hmm. Siri that now shows up in your in your feed. Uh, you know, next thing you know, you're seeing an ad on Amazon for whatever you were just mm-hmm. talking about uh, at the kitchen table, um, and the you know, I. I you try and shut all those things down. Yes. You know, snooze this, unfollow. doesn't matter. It just it more does, and more it finds does trickle its through. Yeah. So in it, reality, it's not that nobody's listening. It's something is always listening. It may not be a person, but something is always oh, listening. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, and, 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 then, and, 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 and yeah, it's feeding you back what you already mm-hmm. have said. And to a certain degree, yeah. not on everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, for, for advertising, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. But, you know, I, I think that, I mean, we know that all the social media platforms, they uh, gear down the views you are going to get mm-hmm. if you don't follow the approved narrative on things. You know, and then, of course, they'll just demonetize you entirely oh, yeah. if you if you don't yeah. have the right the right views. 
and you know views that you know five years ago would not have been considered out of the mainstream. Mm-hmm. They were just the other side's argument. Oh yeah, and and now you 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 know you totally get deplatformed. That's a big deal because mm-hmm. you know you're you're making your money on somebody else's platform, which is always yeah. a, a, a dicey thing. Mm. Exactly, Amazon. Yeah, author self publishing. Mm-hmm. They're running into problems nowadays that they don't fit the standards. Mm-hmm. That Amazon is saying, and out they go. Yep. And you can't get a hold of a high live person to talk to them unless you really know somebody. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, we were talking about this uh, offline uh, on our uh, uh, on our personal feed that we use, mm-hmm. and uh, latest issue of Writer's Digest. Uh, every year they do a. Uh, uh, new agent thing where they, mm-hmm. they uh, yeah they may not always be new agents but their people are looking for new authors and what have you and probably 75 percent of them were looking for very particular slice of writers mm-hmm. uh, women's issues trans issues hot button social issue kind of stuff mm-hmm. almost nobody was looking for a middle-aged white guy writing horrors or thrillers or science fiction or anything like that which lets out pretty much everything we write <laughs> pretty much yeah i mean that's a very sobering thing well except for the stuff i put out there on this never mind well yeah yeah that's yeah we'll leave that one in the dark is that your little my little pony fan fiction that you write uh, close <laughs> yeah. close but that would be copyrighted so you can't call them my little ponies well really. yes yeah. Brony fan fiction. <laughs> there you go. Now I'm more online. Hey, if it's got a tail, yeah, I'm <laughs> hung like a brony. <laughs> he's got quite an imagination. I like it. Just, I like it. Just tug on that tail. But that's a great. <laughs> that's a great example, though. Of best ones to pop out about that. Of censorship. <laughs> I, I've tried to try to bring this back around, and I can't even. I can't even get out the the, the statement. But just but, wash that real good if it hits the ground. Yeah. Yeah. Don't, don't do like a pacifier with parents. You know, oh, yeah. No 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 no, 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 no. The best ones are stainless steel, but be sure you use plenty uh, of lube. Yeah. <sighs> Sometimes I think that <laughs> this show needs plenty of lube. Uh, speaking of lube. Or, or bleach or uh, something. Bleach. Uh, bleach. <laughs> but, you know, before we go to. Yes, let's, let's do our bourbon break. Yeah, before we do that, I, I just want to point because. Cajun brought up a great point because we have, we've been talking about government censorship or mm-hmm. social media. Yeah. And Amazon uh, is, mm-hmm. in a way, is its own form of social media in, in, oh, yeah. in a certain sense. It's yeah. not, not the same as the others by any stretch. But they control something like 70 to 75% of the publishing market, yes. at least in this country. Mm-hmm. Uh, worldwide, I'm, I'm sure it varies from country to country. Oh, yeah. But, and the funny thing, too, on that, 10% of their authors give them 90% of their profit in the right. published yeah. area. They eat Very, you alive. Yeah, which is, you know, not entirely uh, unusual. I mean, that's... No. Uh, but that is its own form of censorship. Uh, it, it is a, it, they have standards that they want to meet. Mm-hmm. Certain public, like the agents, you know, they're looking for, the, because they're looking for trends. Well, they're, they're wanting to make their money quick. Essentially, yeah, they, you know, and, you know, there is a certain group of people that, you know, they will buy anything that is, you know, meets those criteria, whether they actually read the book or not. They want to put it on their coffee table or on their bookshelf so other people can see it. Oh, yeah. 
I mean, you know, I like to have books on my bookshelf because I like to look at them. You know, I mean, somebody else wants to enjoy that. That's fine. That but, Maplethorpe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, got a big print of that right over yeah. the, 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 you know, the desks. So I can see it every day. Um, but, you know, censorship happens everywhere. Uh, you know, we censor what we say. Yes. Well, some of us censor what we say. Some more than others. Some yes, more some than others, others, yes. As everybody uh, looked at me and, and, and the emperor. And the emperor, yes. Um, but it's, it, Robertus is the one dropping the bombs on us. Yeah, here. but I hear it. Yeah. Yes. I, yeah, so yeah. When censor you. Oh, now I had to put a good litany going there on that last episode. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. But, you know, so certain things we we accept but we don't even realize what we're accepting at times mm-hmm. you know like we have accepted that amazon is now the place that if you want to get published you got to be on amazon uh, otherwise it's mm-hmm. going to drastically reduce not necessarily zero out but it it, it will drastically reduce your reach yeah um, you know some people they see stuff on amazon they'll go buy it at barnes and noble good for them mm-hmm. but for the most part people are just going to buy it on amazon um so we accept that there are standards that we're going to follow commercially. How is that different than politically? Now you can go the go- because it's not the government doing it. Oh, uh, is it? Or is or it? In some cases, it is nowadays. But, but, what's, but what's the difference, though? We don't know. I mean, but in this sense, yeah, the government can put you in jail, but more likely they're just going to make your life difficult, right? For Time spe- for the IRS. Speech. Yeah. Well, the IRS, they're more likely now with those 70,000 armed agents they want to hire, you know, to come and shoot you anyways. Although, which is a really bad way to go because all you're doing is, you know, shooting your taxpayer. You're not really going to get anything out of a dead person. But anyways. Uh, Depends on how big the state is. Yeah. Well, that's true. That's true. They hit those estates hard. (sighs) Um, But, you know, we accept it in certain places, but then we rail against it in others. You know, Mm -hmm. I'm just pointing out maybe we're a little inconsistent. Now you can do your bourbon break. <laughs> and bourbon break. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. Well, well I think it's Frontier Whiskey this time, actually, mm-hmm. as the bullet title says on mine and Morton's. Yeah, yes. this is a bottle that, uh, that Martin brought today. Yep. And, uh, uh, Escorted auction and uh, oh, that's part, right. Part of the kind of a bundle of, at at an escorted auction. Um, we have had it on the show before. It's been a while. Uh, it's been quite some time. Um, Cajun's not had it on the show, and actually, this is my first time having it at all. Oh wow! Cool. Okay, cool. You know, it, it's okay. I, I'm not impressed. I find it actually to be bland compared to most of the stuff that has the variety of notes in it that we drink. This one just. Two or three note it's, wonder it's, at best. I mean, it's kind of flat. Yeah, just yeah. sort of bland, flat. Flat. And the way I'm looking at it, that's interesting. Uh, it's it's a been little a... higher rye content than what we had before. And yeah, mash bill was 68 percent corn, 28 percent rye, and 4 percent malted barley. Yeah, that 28 percent. That's really that's a lot for bourbon. Yeah, that's yeah. a fairly steep rye. Yeah, I'm getting that spicy bit on the end of it, but that's about it for me. It's just kind of yeah, it's just kind of a one note. That's of interesting. It over. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't. I don't remember what, the, but you're what you're saying reminds me of what I said about the Blantons when we were at your place, Cajun, uh, because after it was, uh, yeah, because obviously I had it nice because that's mm-hmm. that's my go-to. Uh, after it had its little bit of bloom, uh, 
it just kind of went flat for me. It, it lost all distinction. Uh, and it's not even that, you know, after I let a huge bunch of ice melt into a little bit of bourbon, it was just, it just very quickly that flavor went that way. And it almost sounds like you're describing a similar kind of a thing. It's, it's just not, there's no there there. Now, unfortunately, we don't have ice for various reasons today. Sorry. So, um, oh, no, no. I'll, ha- I'll have ice next time. I uh, so I can't really say what it would be like with ice to let it bloom a little bit there. Yeah, that's, yeah. Because uh, it... That may open it up some and get, bring a few more flavors through, but... Yeah. But you did add some water? No. No? Oh, okay, so you didn't... Did you? No. Okay, yeah. so it's totally neat. Um, so, yeah, that may have may affect it. I think uh, what I may try with this one is, again, the uh, the apple cider deal. Okay, okay. With that little bit of rye flavor, I think the sweetness in the apple cider will balance that. Very that nice, be, yeah. a really nice little cocktail. Yeah. And I usually use a ton of crushed ice in those, so... That gives it a little a little melt and a, yeah usually blends real nice. Um, my daughter uh, last year they got me a um, uh, bottle of the Russell's Reserve ten year, mm-hmm. uh, which is a fine bottle. It's a little bit higher on the rye. I don't know the percentages, um, but my daughter, my eldest daughter, the one that likes bourbon, uh, she likes Verner's with that uh, for the same kind of reason. You know, yeah. help help smooth out that rye. So uh, I am drinking the Devil's Cut, uh, Jim Beam Devil's Cut. I actually had this for quite some time and she's been slow to, uh, to finish it. And so brought it here today and, uh, uh, doing the last bit of it. Uh, we have a couple of empty bottles here today. Yes. They were not full when we brought them. They were near empty, but, uh, yes, I finished the Elijah Craig in the first episode. Uh, but the Jim Bean devil's cut, it's a, it's a little bit of a, um, got a little bit more of a bite straight out of the bottle. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. it's uh, and it's a blend. It's it's not a small batch or anything or a single barrel. It's a blended whiskey. Um, and, and it's not like the spokesperson doesn't bring in plenty of attention uh, on TV screen. Exactly. Exactly. Mila Kunis. Kunis. Yes. Mila yeah. Kunis. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it's it's an interesting one. Uh, kind of like you know, in the same way that the, that Jim Beam Black. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it's one that uh, I think does best with. Uh, a little bit of that water to, to help it bloom. Uh, of course, I like it chilled anyways, but um, yeah, it, it's got a good flavor. Uh, hang on a second, let me give you a good... Well, now, my, Mila Kunis is one of those other ones that's on the outs right now, along with her husband, Ashton Kutchner. Mm-hmm. Uh, because before Danny Masterson, who they co-starred with, was convicted of rape, <laughs> yeah. they came out telling what a wonderful human being he was and how he couldn't do that. <laughs> yeah. Which uh, he got kicked off the show The Ranch with mm-hmm. Sam Elliott and Ashton Kutcher. That's a pretty good comedy, The Ranch was. I've seen mm-hmm. those. So this very much uh, uh, hit you in the tongue. Mm-hmm. Uh, right there in the mouth, mm-hmm. you get a little bit into the nostrils, uh, just just a bare hint there. But um, it's got a little bit of sweetness to it. Uh, if you um, give it a moment, uh, this is one I you know, let's swirl around your mouth. You know, really get in and, and, mm-hmm. and get the flavor. Isn't that Morton's line? Yeah, roll yeah, it around. Yeah. Uh, but I think he spits. So oh okay. Uh, Oh, okay, that's enough. That's enough. Yeah, that's enough. Sorry, <laughs> sorry. He's a bad influence. He, he really is. Uh, except when he's giving out good bourbon. Then he's a great influence. Yeah, Fran- Francis isn't here to help moderate you. <laughs> what's going on. True. He's very generous with everything. He is, he is, yes. You know, with, with, with innuendo and with bourbon and uh, food. So 
a generous, you know, a generous, generous character generous all soul. the way across. So that's, you know, um, you have to love that. Uh, this is one that uh, I can't decide if I like would like this better as a mixing uh, or because it, it's unique in, in, in a certain way because it's mm. uh, it's got a good bite, but it also has a, a fairly decent range of flavors. But they're not it's not like a, you know, high end Wellers or Bookers or anything mm-hmm. like that. Uh, it's not, it's, it's not a richness of flavors. Let's put yeah. it that way. Cause those, I think yeah. you know, those are rich, um, but it's, it's worth it. It's, it's an inexpensive bottle. It's a $20 bottle of bourbon. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, it's, it's a good buy. Uh, it's not, it's not, not going to be an everyday bourbon, which is obviously cause I've had this thing for like, you know, four or five years, uh, trying to get through it just for a while. It just sat in the back of my, my, uh, on top mm-hmm. of my refrigerator. So I just didn't think about yeah, it. Yeah. We never rated it when we were recording at your place either. No, I think we, well, at least I know I've tried it on yeah. the show before. Actually, but... I think Francis hit it once when he? he was over there last. Yeah, okay. well, but we didn't, we didn't try real hard to rate it on you. Yeah. Yeah. Get rid of it for yeah. you. Uh, we so. yeah we had better things to to try so yeah well I did hit a little water into this bullet and oh, okay it really didn't help it out any okay okay so I think they've got a good marketing campaign going that's gotten a lot of attention here in the last yeah. year or two that a lot of people jumped on the bullet bandwagon shall well, we say what else? they have a I mean bourbon is controlled by like a half dozen large corporations mm-hmm. like most things uh, what else is under that same umbrella do you remember. It's one of the Sazeracs. Not all it's a Sazerac. Sazerac brand. Yeah, I think it is. Um, and, and you know, it's, not that it's the same mash bill or anything, but yeah, it's it's no. same family or it's family of companies. Yeah, yeah. family. It's family. one of those things. Yeah, like Sazerac's a monster. I think when we when we talked about this before on the show, it was the same thing. It was just it was just sort of a one noter, mm-hmm. and just it's not horrible. It's just it. No, to me, this would be a more of a mixing bow. Yeah, you just don't whiskey. get a, that that complexity uh, of things. We're, we're like, you know, some of these ones that we've been fortunate to try, like an E.H. Taylor or Diageo, D-I-A-G-O. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. that's yeah. the other it's big the pair. Giant, another one. Yes, yeah, yeah. D-I-G-O, yeah. The what other are the brands big. do they have? Stites Willa. Oh yes, yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's made out in Shelbyville. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. Yeah, yeah, you know, it, again, we've only ever had one bad bourbon, uh, you know, that, mm-hmm. that uh, abomination that uh, Trader Joe's put out. Um, yeah, without but, the being a one note flat, it does, I would say, it's more appropriate to have the title Frontier Whiskey on this bottle. Oh, okay, okay. Because that's exactly what it makes me think of a one note Frontier Whiskey. Okay. Something that's been watered down from corn liquor. Interesting. Interesting. Okay. Cool. What was the proof on that? Um, I don't believe that bullet is a very high proof. I okay. believe it's eighty six or ninety. I think it was a ninety. I think it's in the nineties. Hmm. I mean, you know, that's not super high, but I mean, that, that's in the upper. Mm. It's the. It's presuming the, we generally think of one hundred in the middle. Yeah. That's in the. Mm-hmm. In the yeah. Well, it, it's pretty common. I think it's at a pretty common proof mm-hmm. um yeah the 80s you tend to see the lower shelf just because that means they they're trying to get as much bourbon out of that barrel as possible oh yeah because it's got to go in at a certain proof and what it comes out as well that's you know entirely depending on how much water they mix in to, to thin it out mm-hmm. but anyways um good stuff though you know at least on mine uh, I, i've always enjoyed this one mm-hmm. so don't know that I'll buy it again because there's just so many other things to try. So. All right. Anyways. Cool. So, Captain, 
Yes. Where else would you like us to go with this quote? Well, wait. I asked a question. He never got to answer it. Oh, yes, please. What was the question? <laughs> uh, I haven't had that much bourbon. I just, I'm old. <laughs> well, because I was talking about, uh, uh, we. why do we accept the censorship mm-hmm. in one place, but not in another? We don't have to. Ah. We don't have to. I didn't say we had to. I said I we do. The, the vast majority of people do. They're the sheep. They're the sheep being led to the corporate slaughter, the tax slaughter, the government, you know, prohibition slaughter. Again, they, any, any more lists you'd like to get us added to? Yeah. Yeah, that, that unanimity of, of mm-hmm. thought, that, you know, uniform yeah. opinions, of, you know, just, you just are not allowed to have. Mm-hmm. And they just work really hard at shaping public opinion against anything that feels against the narrative. I mean, and that's not new. I think what's new is the degree. Yeah. That goes the, on the tools that are available yeah. to shape yeah. a narrative. Because obviously, especially in politics, you want to defeat the other person's uh, agenda, mm-hmm. meaning their ideas. Yeah. Uh, but as we've talked about on the show many times, that we're no longer there. It's destroy and, and, and annihilate. Uh, which is an entirely yeah. different thing. Yeah. Well, and, and, and a dangerous just, thing. Yes. A per- perfect example. I just got a news alert from the NFL that Taylor Swift farted. <laughs> Could they tell what she had for dinner? I, they don't mention this, the, okay. the actual notes that went with it. I mean, for anybody Didn't that get the tasting thing, notes. They've got a thing for flatulence, you know. There are all people out there that thoroughly enjoy yes, it. I mean, are. that's their kink. Well, they're, they're, there was a woman who was selling it pretty good. Uh, I believe she made about five hundred grand or something ridiculous. Wow, I am in the wrong business. Yeah, you just got to bottle those farts. Just got to fart in a ziploc bag and mail yeah. it off. Mm-hmm. All right, because you know it doesn't don't have to say it came out of me. Although you know, maybe there's somebody out there who wants to buy dad bod farts. I don't know. Oh, it may. I'm sure yeah. there is. Yeah. Well, there's a whole dad bod thing nowadays. Oh, here's an interesting but, note for you. Uh, they made regular appearances of the Bullet Whiskey on the show Deadwood. Oh, even though it stopped being made in 1860, and Deadwood wasn't until 1870s. Mm-hmm. Interesting. So it was not a proper time period, but it was a a product placement. Product placement in there, but it fit very well. Well, it's got a great name for something out west. You mm-hmm. know, I mean that's it's not spelled like a bullet, but mm-hmm. you know it's. Mm-hmm. Oh, and it's meant to be paired with barbecue. Oh, now that's interesting. Okay, I can see that. I don't know, because I, I, I didn't taste it today. I don't know how well that, that, that would go in my head. But, you know, I can see that. Certain alcohols definitely work mm-hmm. better with certain foods. Certain foods, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, that is most definitely true. I mean, it's... Back to the speech. Back to the speech. Uh, I mean, the last part of this, this quote, the slaughter part. Uh, I mean, the slaughter, in, in this case, back then... Uh, these guys were being hung or, or shot for going against the crowd. Uh, and nowadays, I mean, you've got people who, for their speech, are losing their jobs. Yeah. Uh, being run out of town. Uh, I mean, they get death threats. 
on a regular basis. But you know what? That's not new. No, it's it's, it's not new at all. It's not so new. But the, it, well, let me let's it's maybe, more public though. Exactly, well, it's well, more social public. media and everything. Well, so let's let's ponder that for a moment. Is it more prevalent, or is it just more public? That's because again, yeah, exactly. just because more people know about it doesn't mean it happens more often. I agree, and I'm, I'm not saying that it happens more often. It is more definitely more public. I mean, but everything is more public nowadays. Unfortunately, yes. Uh, I mm. mean, a kid fell off his bike yesterday in Botswana, and we 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 hear about it on the national news here. Um, there are just so many more outlets. There are. Well, I mean, what else are they going to talk? They're going to talk about the you know, Hunter Biden's laptop or something. Exactly. I mean, come on. Uh, Add us to yet another list. <laughs> those damn Russians. Oh, yes, the uh, leading news on the World News last night was Pretorius or whatever his name was, the amputee, Olympic runner yes, that was uh, jailed for shooting his, uh, girlfriend his girlfriend about 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. He got wow. released on yeah, he got, probation. Yeah, he got released uh, after 10 years. That served. was the leading thing on last yeah. night's World News. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Really, that's the most important thing that was going on yesterday. The world must be in great no, shape. Wasn't no them. release of hostages or no. nothing like that, you know. Well, you know, sometimes the news is what's safe. I think that's more appropriate more times than not these yeah. days. Yeah. Uh, you know, because anybody who, who is in front of the public has got to be scared to death of the things they say, depending on who you are. Mm-hmm. Like if you are in the media, uh, or and especially a shaper of public opinion, or famous for having opinions, opinions. yeah, okay. uh, like a Susan Sarandon, yes, yep, you should be scared to death because mm-hmm. you might say something that in any other time and place in the entire universe, mm-hmm. it's like yeah, okay, I can see what you're saying, but here and today. You have committed the equivalent of uh, career suicide. Yeah, by saying something offhand or mm-hmm. that is totally innocuous, yep. somebody else chooses to interpret it however they want. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, which is actually a, 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 a something that creatives have to deal with all the time. Yeah, because there's a there's a philosophical debate over the meaning of works. Whether it's art, uh, you know, uh, uh, painting, drawing, sculpture, mm-hmm. or the written word, or even music, uh, some will say, "Well, you know, the the author determines what a work means." Uh, but <laughs> but the we well, see, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah. you know, those that are uh, especially those that like language to be more fungible. Mm-hmm. Is that a word boner? Yes, yes, I think, I think a word so. Boner. Word boner. Um, it. They want everything, all the meaning to be whatever they want it to be. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah. Well, that's like, say, Morton working on his crime drama over here, and he has a scene with rape occurs in it. That's a crime. It happens in the crime world, mm-hmm. in law enforcement. Well, all of a sudden, he's blackballed by everybody for his insensitivity of writing about rape. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah, you know, now Whether it fit in the story or not. Yeah. And, you know, nowadays. Uh, you ain't got no rape scenes in your book, do you? No, I do not. I wouldn't put him in there. Yeah, I wouldn't yeah. do that either. <laughs> We're just giving you some healthy um, advice there. Not unless it's some old white guy getting the... the yeah, the deliverance style. Yeah. Warren Beatty. Squeal like a pig. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, 
Uh, I oh, was that's running... insensitive too, though. It, yeah, it is. We yeah. just got blackballed. So what else is new? Oh, blue balled. No, I don't think we got blue balled. Not, not, not with that. Not one. me. No, you. Not, you and blue ball state. Actually, actually, you just today drove past the uh, blue ball Baptist Church. Oh yes! Oh, wow! Yes. Right, right, right over there. You came right by that. Pretty much. I had to watch for that on the way back. I was yeah. watching more for deer. It's, it's, so. on, it's, it's on. It's on Blue Ball Church Road. Yeah, as I say, it's it's named for the road, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but or the road's named for it. Yes. Oh, it's named for canning jaws. Yeah. yeah. They're Baptists um, that dance. Baptists that dance. Well, you know why Baptists <laughs> don't dance or don't have sex standing up? Because they're afraid it might lead to dancing. Yeah, this is a good yeah. point. Um, but now we're banned by the Baptists. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. I, yeah, it's, uh, Damn Protestants. Yeah. They um, weren't really on, on, on board with us. This will be banned by the Amish. Yeah, that's okay. I don't think they listen to <laughs> <Yes>. us. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I meant. Yeah. Uh, although if they, boy, wouldn't that be great? We'd be the number one podcast with the Amish. <laughs> that would say something. That's our, that's our new line. <laughs> yeah. Prove us wrong. <laughs> So that's the intro to the next episode, then. Yeah. Number one podcast with the, the Amish. Amish. Welcome yeah. to Snakes and Otters, the number one podcast with the Amish. Prove um, us wrong. That's great. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, I have to that's record a, a new one. intro. Yes, you do. <laughs> <laughs> that has to be for uh, the Hoobajoob. Yeah, that's up. a Hoobajoob. Yeah, we, yeah. we need that. <laughs> the all Amish Hoobajoob, just for our most public fans. <laughs> Tell if that's an hour of uh, silence or what? We, we have a new theme. <laughs> Just an hour of barn raising. Yeah. <laughs> butter churning, quilt waking. Ooh, churn that butter. Uh, we'll, we'll all come in. <laughs> Coconuts, anyone? Coconuts. <laughs> Francis is really missing out. We, oh, we, we got to get that thing finished. Yeah, but I had some, <laughs> funny thing. I had something I was going to say, but you know, it's yeah, yeah, it'd be anticlimactic now. Everything's gone oh. out of my head. Yeah. <laughs> it was, damn, it was. I thought it was good too, but you know, number one almost podcast in, the in America. World. Yeah, in the world. In the world. world. <laughs> uh, uh, I don't even know if there's anywhere we can go from that. <laughs> Funny thing is, nobody knows our real name. They don't know we're not. Well, Amish. yes, we can go after the Mennonites too. <laughs> oh then we yeah, have the we market cornered. We got a lot of Mennonites. Then we have the market cornered if we the Amish yeah. and the Mennonites. But you know, but the Mennonites they're not as as strict though. Yeah. So it, it's possible there might be a Mennonite. Mm, the Amish ain't so strict anymore either. Mm-hmm. I know a few of them down way. Are they young or are they old, the old ones? Both. Both. Okay. A, bu- a bunch of them got busted uh, just recently when we had that. Uh, uh, Biden did his uh, international uh, hair sniffing contest. No, the alert, the emergency alert system. Oh, even if they had them cut down or the phones went else, off, the phones went off, and a number of Amish got uh, banished over that. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, they were sneaking a phone. They were sneaking a phone. Well, technically, they can have one for business purposes. 
Mm-hmm. Hmm. How else is somebody supposed to get a hold of them to come build a barn or something? Yeah. Well, you know. No, yes, technically they can I mean, have. Yeah, you, yeah. you know. You, usually you, one person a, a out land, of that group. But it's a landline. Not anymore. No. They have actually went to being allowed cell phones for business purposes, especially from when they're out yeah. and about on the job. And See, I think once you start, uh, it, nothing against the Amish. The door's been opened. They are yeah. slowly yeah. making their way into this century. Yeah, if, if you choose... To live that way, I have no problem with that. I, I you know, oh uh, no, the, you know, I, I wouldn't want to do it myself, but I can see the appeal of the simplicity of that kind of life in the sense of lack of all this crap that we have to deal with in with the electronics and the mm-hmm. media, what have you. It's not simple in terms of how you how you got to live because that, that, that's there's that's some work. rules there. Yeah, there's yeah. a lot of crap you got to do. But once you open that door, mm-hmm. especially something like a cell phone, you know, what what's the point of all the rest of it? You know, certain, uh, you know, certain concessions I can see. You know, I mean, like you if, can do basic clothes without them being hand cut. <laughs> well, you know. Well, or why not Why not a light bulb? You, you know, know, jeans uh, and a hoodie are pretty yeah. simple stuff, so. Well, they can yeah. use electricity in a certain exceptions yeah. with uh, dairy cattle and so forth like that. Uh, they can actually have a tractor engine mounted on a wagon, not a tractor, and use it to power like a feed grinder and so forth and yeah. sawmill and so forth. Yeah. As long as it is a stationary yeah. engine, they see, can't get jump on it and drive it anywhere. Then see, that's to me, that's, that's, too. But that's splitting hairs. But some, some have have tractors, but the rule with tractors is they got to be steel wheels. Interesting. See, to me, again, that's all... Uh, mm-hmm. Awesome it's progress is slowly coming into the 19th century at this point. Is what it amounts to. I mean, like the best the best thing about you know getting a cell phone was, I don't have to wait for the pictures of your mom to come in the mail. Well, you know the pictures of my mom. Oh, you went there. Uh, you went know, considering there. she's been dead, dead for, for for 35 years. Hey, don't kink shame some people. <laughs> now. You uh, never know what you might find. Someplace. You know, pictures of my mom. Uh, if you're getting them, then um, uh, that's impressive. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. It's probably you your got brother. a perverted corner somewhere on Obama. <laughs> Anyways, what was it? <laughs> Seventy bodies stacked up over here across the river at one point or something. Back oh. then, COVID. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. That yeah. didn't get properly buried or cremated. Yeah, there's things going on out there you don't want to think about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, and that's probably all. Again, mm-hmm. it, it ain't nothing new under the sun. Nope. Uh, only thing new is the tools. Uh, just think back what the Egyptians were doing with the dead. Can I change the subject? Why? <laughs> well, I don't know. It's, it's the Imperator's uh, episode. I think you better ask him. I was just Go going to it. ask where our time was. Uh, 102. So I, th- I think we need to do final thoughts mm-hmm. on free speech. <laughs> Not your mom. <laughs> that it was free speech. Uh, that's right. If it's free speech, I can do final thoughts on whatever the hell I want. Exactly. Like our number I, one listening population. That's right. I'm going to try go to Amish. Use, I'm trying, going to try to use social don't, pressure to don't keep us on topic. Block him. Yeah. <laughs> okay. There you go. Don't speech shame me. Mm-hmm. So yes, Imperator, what are our final thoughts here? Uh, well, I think you guys should should hit them, and then I'll hit him. Uh, well, I mean, usually I do go last, if, but I, you know, Robert, I, I'm, I, I I just I'll go back to the very first thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I I don't believe even an absolutist is truly an absolutist because 
uh, you know, if you're talking about consequences, because to me, an absolute uh, approach is there are no consequences. So, but we all believe in consequences. Mm-hmm. Yes. So. Interesting. Okay. I mean, that's something that's a, mm-hmm. a good place to continue thinking. Yes. Mm-hmm. And, and that's I'm, kind of the whole point. And that's the, the eternal voice. question is mm-hmm. to get it, you know. Let's give you something to think about. Yes. Mm-hmm. I'm going to nail this thing on the head on the second half. There you go. We are quickly approaching the dumb and silent being led if we don't start doing something more notary in this country that stands out a little better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so then, the, the, again, that, that conformity. Yeah, the, research. You know, the, Due diligence. We, just, we just don't seem to have enough outliers anymore. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a, you know that's a fantastic way of putting it. Um, what happened to all the characters of this country? I mean, there's no. Uh, I think most of them are sitting in this room. Dead I mean, or they're dying off. Already there, there dead are no, and buried. Yeah. There are no George Carlins anymore. There's, well, there's no, nobody could, out there to make us think anymore. It's all guilt. We don't want you to think. We want you to just do what we tell you. Well, even the comedians that are still alive can't get nowhere near away with what they used to. Yeah, no, 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 not no, at all. I mean, no. you know, not without being blackballed. Well, even George Carlin, I don't think he couldn't do his his show nowadays. Robin Williams, the stuff he was doing in the eighties, or, or Eddie Pryor. Murphy, Richard no, Pryor, Red but, uh, Fox. I'd give Carlin a better chance of getting away with it. He was very eloquent, eloquent on how he phrased things at times, he and he too. could be very, yeah. very careful on getting stuff by maybe that wouldn't go normally elsewhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. probably true. But it was just, just in the moment today, it just feels like there's. Even though there's so many more outlets and so much more bombarding us, so little of it is thought provoking. Yeah. So much of it is, as as the Imperator talked about, echo chamber, and, mm-hmm. and it just we don't we don't think for ourselves. Well, we, to, we want to conform, and we want to just march right along with everybody else, right into to paraphrase know, getting our shots and our masks. Something that uh, we've, we've lambs said. to the slaughter. Yes. Uh, to paraphrase. Uh, things we've said in the past, if everyone has a voice, no one has a voice. Mm-hmm. And we're kind of at that point, uh, you know, where every view is valid, except the ones we we don't like. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, what is next episode? That would be... That's a hoopajoo. A hoopajoo. Hoopajoo. Uh, so, I don't think, have we decided on with the... Uh... You know, I don't know. Um, we... Without Francis here prepping. It's our Amish edition. (laughs) Yes, our number one listeners. Homage to the Amish. Yes. (laughs) We're going to do a barn raising and uh, Uh churn some butter. According to this, it is the New Year's Snakes and Otters resolutions. New Year's resolutions, which I never make, so this should be interesting. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it should be interesting. Uh, Speaking of, uh, this is a good time, not not to, um, since we talk about uh, authors, uh, a friend of the show is publishing a book next week mm-hmm. on, on Amazon. Oh, yes. yes. It's very appropriate for this time of the year. Uh, mm-hmm. So uh, uh, just look for values-based goal or values-based success journey. Uh, and uh, mm-hmm. we'll have we'll probably th- throw some links up on the website when uh, when it becomes available. Matter of fact, by the time this episode appears. Yes, it mm-hmm. should be available. Uh, It'll be available. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So. so. So, Robertus, yes, you'll have to uh, do that on the yep. blog for, for your friend and yes. uh, friend of the show and get, and get some pub on there. But it's very much into this same sort of topic, this New Year's resolution. Yes. So it's you know, yeah. talking about, uh, yeah. well, he doesn't use resolutions. Yeah. Resolutions suck. Nobody. Mm-hmm. So, yes. It, it's like, 
Congress resolves to do things all the time, yeah. and all the time, and that's well, meaningless. You know, National Pork Day is the like a resolution. May be good, but the follow through is usually lacking. Exactly. Well, now I I I've got another one that we can put up there in uh, in the vein of protesting against what you all were going with earlier. Buy your books via bookfinder.com. Oh, yes, yes. Uh, It's all small house, you know, small public. Oh, okay. Well, but don't punish the people that that are specifically on Amazon precisely because they get the higher percentage. Yes. You know? Oh, yeah. Uh, I mean, it's a fine line to walk Mm -hmm. uh, for authors. Uh, you get seventy percent as opposed awesome. to thirty-five. Mm-hmm. There are some people out there making a success, staying away from Amazon, oh, and yeah. there are using the Google and what else is there? The Barnes and Noble platform, yeah. the Nook platform. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Bookbub, uh, Bublish, Book yeah. Funnel, uh, selling yourself through Book Funnel, and yeah, mm-hmm. uh, there's uh, all kinds of different places to do it. They just take a lot more work. Uh, yes, to, to to get out yes, there. Yes, they do. Uh, and yeah, and all publishing success. Uh, there's a large element of luck. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, sad to say, because uh, I've seen some very successful stuff that it just I'm, I read it and it's like, really? Somebody paid you money for this? Mm-hmm. But you know, marketing—it's a wonderful thing. It you is. can sell phrases to the Eskimos if you're good. Yes. Anyways, I think that's about it, right, boys? I think yep. so. Be here next time. Yep. Join us for the Army spawn raising, and I quote the fandom. <laughs> <laughs> We hope you enjoyed another pointless discussion of eternal questions. Remember, new episodes drop every second and fourth Friday at 6 a.m. Eastern, just in time for your morning commute. And every fifth Friday, we drop a special Hoopajube episode. Spread the word we are on all the major platforms and leave us a review. That helps others find us. We're also on Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube, as well as our website, snakesandotters.com. Join us next time. Same snake time, same otter channel.